found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Thursday edition of Tidbits. This is the 11th day of the month of May. And it looks like one more decent day of weather for us folks locally before rain moves in for the upcoming weekend. Just to ruin any weekend plans for you if you wanted to be outdoors. There you go. Last several days, though, have been very nice. Yeah, for so, sure. Anyway, here we are. Good to see you, Matthew. Hey, good to see you. Now, yesterday we never got to this, and I uh, wanted to get to it today, so I, I'm going back to yesterday. All right. The founder and owner of Long Island-based online store Tapehead City. <laughs> Tapehead City, yes. Has noticed that younger kids are getting into cassettes. Especially with these bigger pop artists like Taylor Swift selling crazy amounts of tapes. So after decades in decline with the emergence of CDs, then digital music, right. cassette tapes released by the likes of Swift, Billy Eilish, and Harry Styles have experienced a 440, uh, 443% increase since 2015. Wow. Nostalgic pop culture moments such as Max Mayfield, Sadie Sank, listening to tapes on Stranger Things and Star-Lord Chris Pratt rocking out to his Walkman and Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. have helped make us at hot again. So if you still have your uh, old Walkman, perhaps you can unload it and make <laughs> some money. Or perhaps if you were a... Um Member of Columbia House back in the day where you could get, you know, yeah. 12 cassettes for a penny. Now, who didn't do that? Okay. Yeah, because, you know, it was always the, you know, you got to start out at that. And then, of course, you were obligated to buy three more at regular price. Yes. At club price. And I don't know. Which that- was always way more expensive than, you know, if you're ran down to the 3D or the Kmart to buy your cassettes. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know anyone who fulfilled their obligation. No. <laughs> and uh, I may have been turned into collections. Were you? I think so. Oh, my. Memory serves. Like Did I you run? Did you run? <laughs> I remember having to go to mom and dad and be like, hey, uh. <laughs> So they had to pay for your three. <laughs> Yeah. And you got yelled at. I got in trouble yeah. him. <laughs> During the uh, heart of the pandemic, indie acts turned to cassettes as a way to make money and stay connected to fans that was cheaper and quicker than vinyl. And I can't believe vinyl's back. You know, with with technology the way it is today. Right. You know, we talked yesterday about 50 years ago, which, you know, people say they'd rather live 50 years ago. Yeah. Because of the way things are now, but... I mean, you've got all this fine technology now, and you want to go back to listening to vinyl. Yes. Or cassettes. Yes. It just... <laughs> because it's tangible, right? I mean, it's it's something that you can actually hold in your hand and, like, you know, look at and read and connect with. That was... I mean, think about it. When you were a teenager, part of the cool part about having albums was the album art. Yeah. And yeah, were, it truly was. And if you're lucky enough, the band put lyrics in there, you know. If you were lucky enough, yeah. Because some bands did. It was annoying. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, man. It says, uh, 
One industry expert explains the artists are complaining about the streaming payouts. Okay, yeah. and I, I can understand that's probably an issue. Instead of buying a T-shirt, <laughs> maybe buying a cassette is something nicer to help the artists out. Still finding something to actually play those cassettes on can be tricky, see? Mm. Unless you're, you know, maybe your parents have been holding on to some old equipment for decades. I think back to my brother and his fantastic stereo outfit yes. with, you know, playing records. Yeah. And how that went by the wayside. And, and, you know, if I had that now, I could unload that for. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Just think what I could get. It says you can still, you know, maybe find it at a local thrift store. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. 10 bucks, they say. Maybe you can find one. But see, you, you, you should hype yours up, put it on, you know. <laughs> the thing I hated about cassettes, though, was the hiss. You know what I mean? There was always the hiss. Well, you know, albums, you know, they still had that, especially if you played them a lot. Yeah. Didn't take care of them. Right. You know. <laughs> it was always, you know, the bad thing about cassettes, or eight tracks, was that they'd change in the middle of a song. Right. The track. Right. But, you know, they're, they don't seem to be coming back at all. I feel like cassettes, didn't they kind of sound muffled after a while? <laughs> Well, you know, and then your player would eat them. Next thing you know, it's starting oh, to you know. live it on a player. <laughs> then you got to, you know, <laughs> and you panic. Yeah. Because, you know, it's being eight. Yes. Then if you do salvage it, then you use your pencil. Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> and then it would get that twist. And once it got the twist, it was over. <laughs> so, see, there are, are disadvantages to having them. <sighs> yeah. But, you know, evidently the kids think it's a big deal. You got your daughter, didn't, a, year, a few years ago, a, a turntable, right? Yeah, yeah. We got her one for Christmas. I just, you know, that's just the weirdest thing to me. How those just went by the wayside and mm-hmm. finding a needle yeah. for a turntable, I, you know, for a long time, if you still had one and wanted to use it, was like searching for nothing. Right. You just couldn't find them. Still, the thing that that just that blows me away that I think about, you know, when I was a kid, I love music, man. Like I was told, I mean, I was MTV all the time back when they were playing videos. You know what I mean? I came up in a weird era yeah. between hair metal and grunge. Yeah. You know, that's where I kind of grew up. And, um, you know, the thought nowadays that all I have to do to hear literally whatever I want, I just speak it and it happens. Yeah. You know, that's that's how our house is. And that that is amazing to me, you know. Because, you know, back in the day, it's like if you wanted to hear your favorite song, you either had to go buy it and you got a cassette and it was, you know. Then it, the, the most annoying thing was the like a band came out, they had a hot new sig- signal and it was like the seventh song. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> or it's like on the on the first side of the cassette, it was like four songs in, and you had to like try and find it. Fast forward, <laughs> fast stop. Forward, yeah. this, this song sucks. This song sucks. Oh, it's a slow song. All right, this song sucks. Oh, Matthew. And then finally, you got to your song, and you know. See, I didn't even think of that anymore. Yeah, that that was the thing. Though, yeah, yeah, you know. <clears throat> 
<laughs> but now you can just like, hey, I want to hear blah, blah, blah. And it just happens. See, at least with a record, you could put the needle down. Yeah. You can. Of course, you know, it seemed like most players, eventually you had to put a penny or something on the on the head of the needle to make sure that it had the proper weight. It's something that would always go bad with your arm, your, your turntable arm or something. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of disadvantages to having that stuff, but um, I guess it's the thing now with people wanting cassette players again, and they always say things come back around. So I, I, so just, I, got, a, I got a text from Rob who says, we have a record player. It's the new Bluetooth kind. They're really nice. Even got some old records from Goodwill. So there you go. <laughs> I just, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. I'll, you know, they want to go back to that stuff. Anyway, we got some uh, messages to get in. We'll uh, be back with more tidbits. This is Tidbits. It's a Thursday edition of Tidbits. 638. Here we are, Matt, back. So we're talking about, we, we've been talking about that there's a, been a resurgence of kids buying cassettes. Yeah. And uh, there's pros and cons to cassettes. Yeah. And then uh, that got us on albums, and you were talking about E-Tracks, and someone <laughs> texted in that in 1978, okay. for Christmas, I got an alarm clock radio with an 8-track tape player built in. Yes. Still works great. See? If you take care of stuff, you know, the key was to get your Q-tips and clean those heads. See, remember you had to do that. Yeah. Then you'd always have, you know, just too long to get your Q-tip in. So it was uncomfortable, you know, getting your hand in there to clean that. Now, see, I do remember. So, okay. So the, the, the eight tracks, those were, I mean, I was kind of young for that. So my, my parents had a stereo in the living room that had an eight-track player. Mm-hmm. I feel like my brother's car had an eight-track. I I had one, and uh, yeah. but by the time you know, I got a little bit older. Cassettes were really yeah really where it was. Um, but I remember when you know when I came into radio, and one of the biggest like first things we were using to play commercials and music were these things called cards. Yes, <laughs> which were essentially eight tracks. Yes, they were. Yeah, you know, it was very very different. Yeah. And you had to clean the but heads. You had to clean the heads. Yeah. And you, we had long Q tips. We had really long Q tips yeah. for that. And you had to use alcohol <laughs> and get in there and, you know. And they would come back dirty. Yeah. You know, it's like looking at your ear. Usually you'd have an, <laughs> an engineer that would come in very, yeah. very angry at you. When's the last time you people cleaned these things? <laughs> of course, oh. they're paid outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> there was no class envy there between engineers and no. us broadcasters. Not at all. You know. <laughs> Like, what do you do to make that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, anywho. All right. Um, and then someone, you know, texted in and was like, you ever try to make a mixtape back in the day? That's what you did. If you had, <laughs> if you were a dude and you had a girl that you had your eye on, or if you were dating, that's one of the things you did. Is that right? As, as a sign of, you know. Your affection. Your, your, your mating ritual, as it were. You made her a, a mixtape. I don't know what this. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, it's fun to relive, and this all started from yesterday when people said that they, the majority, over fifty percent, said they'd be better off living fifty years ago. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we talked about that and the pros and cons, and mm-hmm. 
And now, you know, we're going back in time with all the music stuff, which is good because, you know, I I would think that if Garth Brooks was the first to really get angry about resale of music, you know, because the royalties are, you know, so if you're selling your uh, albums or whatever, then they're not getting their royalties, you know. Yeah. And I don't know how, I really don't know how that works when it comes to streaming and, and yeah. thing. I don't know how that uh, all works. It used to be, you know, royalties and so forth. And mm-hmm. So it's all different. Yeah. That used to be the whole thing that, that even, even before streaming, artists made their money off touring. Like that's yeah. where they really. Yeah. And you still. And got even a, then it's like. You know, you've still got some 70 plus year old fellas out there doing it. That's yeah, why they're yeah. doing it. There's a lot of money to be made. Yeah. Now, some into the 80s, okay? Yeah. Willie Nelson is 90, okay? Dude, speaking of that, speaking <laughs> speaking of this, um, I when I had some time off last week, I got a text from, from one of my listeners, and he's like, hey, did you see Aerosmith is going on their farewell tour? And they're gonna be they're gonna be at uh, Gainbridge with oh. with Black Crows. Is that right? So two of my all time favorite bands, Black Crows and Aerosmith. And I was telling my wife about it. And I'm like, this we we may need to look into this because her and I went to to a few Aerosmith concerts when we first got together. And you know, yeah. if you've never seen them live, they're they're really good. Even even as old men, they okay. were really good. All right. Um, now they're even older. Now they're even older, so I'm not sure. <laughs> But with the Black Crows, you know, I love the Black Crows, and okay. so we're looking, and it's like, for decent seats. <laughs> well, no, let me think. There was a uh, there was a package where you got um, ground level seats, okay. you know, up close, and they were like twelve thousand dollars. Are you kidding I, me? I swear to you, like a VIP, you know, okay, deal twelve thousand dollars a ticket. That's ridiculous. So for the two of us to go, it would be $24,000 for one evening. You can do that, can't you? <laughs> That's a week's even, pay. Even the, cheap, <laughs> even the cheap seats up, you know, if you've right, ever the been cheap. there, okay. the, where, you get, where you're getting like vertigo and you're, you know, you're, you start to have visions of you like tumbling over. You know what I mean? Yes. I've gone through that <laughs> in some sites. Yes. Where you're you're afraid to like stand up and you're <laughs> yes. holding on, you know? I felt like that a lot at Soldier Field. I want to say those tickets were like 180, 159. So there's still bucks. that much. Yeah. That's just terrible. And it's like, no, I'm not paying that much. You know what I mean? I've yeah. seen them. It's fine. They can retire without me. And there are so many, there are some that have done this before and then they still come back again. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it may not be over yet. Okay, it's just. <laughs> I th- didn't they do a residency in Vegas? Did they do a? I, I maybe. I think they did. Didn't Tyler get back in? Or drugs? Were, were they going to? And he had to go into rehab. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they were out of business because he's yeah. was in rehab. So right. I don't. It's. Yes. Just, I can't believe how much they want to charge for that. Yeah, I mean it was. If you had the money, though, if you had the money. If I had the money? You would do it. I would absolutely. <laughs> see? You would do it. If I had $24,000 yeah. to spend mm-hmm. on, you know, an evening to see Aerosmith and the Black Rose VIP session. VIP. Have a hotel downtown yeah. so I don't have to worry about driving. You know, yeah, you betcha. I'm going to be there. <laughs> and you know there are individuals out there that will be buying those tickets. Because I love Aerosmith and I love Black Rose, so I would absolutely be there. You would be asking yourself, what do you do for a living? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just unbelievable. It really, it really is. 
I, I want to get to this before we're finished. This uh, from the parents of a four-year-old girl. And I, I like these kind of stories because of poor Matthew as a child chewed up glass, okay? In, in, sure did. <laughs> in what was supposed to be, uh, um, what do you call the stuff? The sherbet. Sherbet, yeah. yeah. There was ice crystals in there. It wasn't just, you know, the crystals that you'll have ice. Right. It was glass. It was glass. Okay. So this is a four-year-old girl. The parents blaming McDonald's and the operator of a Florida franchise for causing their daughter to suffer second-degree burns from a dangerously hot chicken McNugget. Falana Holmes and Umberto Carbonello Estevez <laughs> say their daughter, Olivia, hmm. suffered burns to her thigh in 2019 after a 200-degree nugget fell on her lap from a Happy Meal box. Their attorney said, and I can imagine him, he's probably doing lots of commercials on TV. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the reasonable, foreseeable, intended use is for a child to handle this box. Yes. The law implies a promise from a corporation to, in this case, a child. And if it's uh, preventable, it's warnable, you should warn someone about it. And if you don't do that, then you're liable. This is, the family's only seeking 15 grand. Really? Yeah. Wow. From McDonald's and its franchisee, Upchurch Foods, for negligence and poor training. Now, most of the time, you did that. People, yeah. And I will say there was a time, and I don't know if it still is. Yeah. That their coffee was one of the hottest on the market, okay? And there were a lot of lawsuits that were, people would spill it in their lap, and then they blame lamb. You're the idiot that dumped it on yourself. Well. Okay? Well. You know, it, and Starbucks was always really, you put that thing around the cup, and it's still too hot to handle. <laughs> it did no good. Now, why is it that hot? Now, they seem to have backed off there. They had to have. They, they, it seems like they backed off. I mean, it was smoldering. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's. Even with that thing, it's like, man, it's just smoldering your home. I remember back when I was working, my, my cousin Dorsey, I used to work with him when I was in high school. And he always talked about how hot the coffee was at Hardee's okay. back in the yeah. day. He's like, I would have it and it would be in my car for like an hour and a half and it was still hot. <laughs> Why was it so hot? <laughs> I don't get that. And maybe they had backed off on the temperature because of the lawsuits. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know how many of those were won. Now, I did get a cup. You know, pretty recently from a place. And the lid was not on there properly. And when I grabbed the cup from them, it popped off and went all over. I mean, it went, but I didn't, you know. You didn't like, ah, like throw it back at them. (laughs) You know, I just, uh, you know, I didn't. wailing? No, I I just, um, I didn't do anything, you know. And uh, took what was still left in the cup and, uh, you know, had it all over inside the vehicle, too. And one of my, you know, you know me, Matt, I'm lighthearted. That's true. You know, I'm not going to, you know. <laughs> that is true. I'm not going to create a ruckus. Not me. So. So I'm just, I mean, the thing I'm wondering about this. And it was a girl and I didn't want to hurt her. I didn't want to make her cry. Okay. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> You've really lightened up in your old age. Some people would <laughs> would still do it, you know, but I didn't, you know, want to get into it with her. Sure. Okay. Sure. But I'm just wondering about this Chicken McNugget thing. Yeah. Because. 
the person that, that hands you your food is yes. not the person that packed it up. That's, that's you know. So yeah, the person that hands you your food, right? Are they now supposed to tell you every single time your food may be hot? Be careful. Now I have had people tell me that at the really? drive-through. We just made those fries. Be careful. There you I've, go. I've had that. Before. Okay. All right. But um, usually, all I get is here's your food. Thanks for that. <laughs> not even a thanks. It's just here you go. It's usually, all I get. <laughs> You know, I mean, I've had pizza pie. You know me. I, I'm I'm like a dog when I eat. <laughs> okay. There's not a whole lot of chewing. No. You know. It's just two bites. And how many times have I had a, a pizza pie that was so hot that it blistered the top of oh, the roof yeah. of my mouth? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm not holding them responsible for that being that hot. That's right. my own bad. Right. I'm hoggish and I'm ready for it now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to wait. And, you know, I've done that many a time. Something so hot when it goes down your throat, you know. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, not, it's not pleasant to experience. So just be careful, folks, with your stuff. No, when you were talking about the lawyer for this this story, I was yeah, like, I, I had the that commercial of the dude that's standing on top of the semis. It's just the most ridiculous thing, man. Because, you know, they, I, I, years ago, you couldn't advertise as an attorney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the first guy to do it was that guy that had skunk hair. I can't remember what his name was. Hmm. It's kind of bushy, and it had a white streak down it. Right. He was the very first attorney. Locally. In Indy. That, okay. You know, and then they just, bam, there they are. I mean, they're on, you know, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So, you don't hear Tell them you mean business. <laughs> you know? okay. oh, and, oh. and the guys choke. Yeah. You know? oh. 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 <laughs> we better settle. They're so frightened of him. <laughs> that guy uh. must be a real tiger. Uh, so there you go. Some tidbits. And the funny thing, the funny thing is, when you travel to different cities and watch yeah. local TV, the- you'll see the same same commercial, different lawyer. You know. Oh, they've got loud and loud. Well, they, they mean business. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they get your attention. Yeah. So, but the one where the guy's standing on the semis, it's just like, what are we doing? The one changed his nickname. He didn't like being the, and I'm gonna reveal it. Okay, yeah. he can sue me if he wants. <laughs> he started out as a heavy hitter. Oh yeah. Now yeah. he's a hammer. Now he's a hammer. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. the hammer has a better, <laughs> you know, it's it's a better, it, it's got it's got more panache to it than heavy hitter. No, hopefully, you know, because I I don't want to face him, okay? Because <laughs> you know, he's... Oh, we mean this in all due respect, sir. <laughs> but I'll get I'll get another one that seems like a tougher tiger than you, okay? It's they mean business, okay? So <laughs> a tougher tiger than you. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you, buddy. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.